Jan, aka Gigi. This is Victoria. And this is Mika. And this is A Word, Word of the, the Table. Table. Hey guys, what's up? What's going on? Okay, so we'll start with a bag of questions. Pick a number, two, four, or eight. Me? Okay, four. Four. Do you have a side hustle? <laughs> uh, oh, this actually goes with us to our topic. We're talking about oh finance God, so today. Funny. Yeah. Um, yes and no, because I feel like isn't a side hustle something you make money off of? You you don't make money off of it? I mean, well, I did once. Um, calligraphy. Like, I did um, these cards for well, this lady who's having a, her 60th birthday. And she was like, oh, I really need cards or whatever. So I wrote them for her. And um, she did pay me. So... It's a skill. Make it a side hustle. That's why I've been saying that since 2012. I know. It's just a lot. I need. And it'll force you to to write it. And I feel like you know I gotta come up with like a contract. I gotta get like official. I can't just be telling people like, hey, I'll make you 60 cards and like. Or you could you could do social media, like. Oh, just like make a calligraphy. Yeah, like build your brand online. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let things stop you. Okay. She was me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Do you guys have a side hustle? Um, I used to braid like 10 years ago. Like I used to do hair. My, I think I have like carpal tunnels. I can't do that anymore. <laughs> oh, your hands. <laughs> yeah. Like hurt. it hurts. <laughs> so I can't, I can't do hair anymore. Um, and now I guess my little tiny, tiny side hustle is um, I do resumes. Like uh, career building, things like that. Mm-hmm. Very small. That's good. Um, I started, I never did anything besides just my regular job. But recently I started teaching math. Um, I love math. I wanted to get a PhD in math, (laughs) but I did not pursue that. Uh, But now I I teach SAT math and I teach um, high school math. Um, So it's it's nice. It's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's enjoyable. Technically. Uh-huh. How old are the people? My there? students right now, I, I'm, well, my class, my current class is for kids that are going into high school, um, into the specialized high schools in the city. Oh, okay. And they have to take the specialized high school test. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're prepping for that. And to me, it's, I thought it was like, when I first saw the test, I'm like, people need tutoring for this? Because it, to me, it was like, um, it looks like it's like simple algebra. Um, but I realized from starting to teach, like how far removed I am from reality. Mm-hmm. Because I haven't, like, I haven't been in school for... Uh, what year are we in? For seven years. Um, so, cause I graduated in 2011. It's like, so I, I, yeah. yeah. Wow. So I feel like it's reminded me, like, even if it looks simple to me now, it's because of the knowledge I've acquired, but these kids are just, I was them once, uh, and I need to be sensitive to that. So yeah, but it's, it's been good, um, and I'm glad that I, that someone sought me out to do that because it's not. I was looking for one, and someone was like, "Oh, someone told me you could do math," hmm. and they came to me. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, well, now we have two and eight. 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 Which one of your body parts do you really like? The most. Oh my god, I was thinking about this in the shower. Okay. <laughs> yeah, legitimately. Like, like well, yeah. share. 
I okay, this is gonna sound so so weird. But I love my wrist. I feel like they're wow. so dainty and like really? I don't know. I just really love my wrist. I have really little ones. Yeah, I my do too. Fall off. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's hard for me I to find bracelets actually that fit. Like yeah. the, this is a baby bracelet. This is for babies, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Like it barely fits. Same and like there. the one thing about my wrist is like no matter how much my weight fluctuates, I don't gain weight <laughs> in my wrist. Right, yeah. it's the you one you know? yeah. Yeah. Like, skinny in my wrist. Yeah, <laughs> like the body part. You guys seen Ray? No. Ray, um, oh, Ray Charles. Ray Charles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. yes. Remember when he was like, oh I my don't, god. Yeah. And I was like, well, you're so right because he would feel like the, your arm, like the lower part of your arm just feel like if you looked good or not yeah. Yeah. and like if you felt it like long enough or he felt it like it was like sexy then he could tell you were sexy yeah. it was weird or so you were hot like it was in that I was like Ray would think I'm beautiful cause like I have like yeah. really nice you are friends. beautiful <laughs> yeah but, um, I like um I like my calves like I love wow, my calves <laughs> no no I like I calves too because like I guess also too like with boots mm-hmm. like I never have an issue and like I've seen my sister she has like thick calves. Girl. Yeah, she has thick calves, and sometimes like she'll, she be, she'll be struggling putting on boots, like the ones you have to like zip her up. Yeah. And I, I was going zoop. That is just so simple and easy. Like I'm not saying you know it's like horrible if you have thick calves, but like it's just a simple part of my body. Like yeah. I don't have to like worry if my boot isn't gonna come up because it will. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like my calves too because they're like naturally muscular. Like I don't mm, work out true. my calves, that's but they're just naturally point. muscular. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they look I good in heels too. I be walking. I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love these cats. So. <laughs> I like my hands. They're my favorite part of my body. Um, I for a little while I was obsessed with my hands. Actually, yeah, no, literally. I used to admire my hands. Like I used to just look at them and say, "Well, oh, I should become a hand model." Like look at my oh. fingers. Like they're so perfect. Yeah, we we um, never have black hand models yeah I was I looked yeah. into how to become a hand model I was going to pursue that but then a job yeah. um, <laughs> I can't travel all the time so I let that go but I, I do I still love my hands although I'm not obsessed with them the same way but I like them yeah you have but, pretty hands like some people just thank naturally you. have like nice like um my god sister like her toes are so pretty oh, they're yeah. like beautiful like they all look I hate toes just in general. But. I hate my so toes. Pretty. I, I get them done, but personally, I, do I hate my toes. Yes, <laughs> it's like my feet. It's not even my toes. It's like my my whole foot. Like, yes. like oh, they're just. It looks very flat. And like, <laughs> like they That's sound. Good. They look like they look noisy. And like, I don't. I don't like my feet. No. Those things. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I love my feet. I feel like apologizing <laughs> to my pedicurist every time. It's like, yeah, girl. <laughs> Sorry, we actually my pastor preached on feet today that's really funny <laughs> washing Jesus washing oh okay I need yeah. to hear a sermon like, like that girl. no it was very good that's very so good and he had a demo where he had um, one of the guys one of the musicians uh, like he was <laughs> sitting and being um, Peter mm-hmm. when Jesus was wash, was washing Peter's feet and Peter rejected um, and I was like, you're actually like taking off his shoe. He kept the sock on, but because yeah. that's like, but the whole really time, like the pastor was like, I'm really uncomfortable doing this. Like yeah. this is not pleasant for me. Um, yeah. yeah, 
Because yeah, so like, so it's more it's more intimate than hand holding. I feel like hand holding yeah. is they be like hold your he neighbor's said hand. That too. I'd be like, the thing is, your hands are out there, so like somebody could touch your hand. You shake people's hands all yeah, the time, so it's right. like visible. But your hands are your feet are usually hidden. Yeah, yeah. like it's uh, maybe summer you'll put a sandal on or something, <laughs> but thong sandal. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah. your feet for the most part are tucked yeah. away. Anyway, next question. Um, the last one. I already, I already picked Oh, that's me, oh. right? Two. In a relationship, are you more afraid of being abandoned or smothered? Abandoned. Easy. Smothered. I don't think I've ever been smothered. smothered. I think I'm the smotherer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, very well. Oh my God, Jane! Me one time. Even sometimes we're like shopping. Yeah. Like I'll just wander off and leave Vicky somewhere, and she's like, "Where'd you go?" And I'm like, "Oh my God, I'm an aisle over." (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if we're gonna like go in depth to it, maybe like I was like left as a child when I in Disney, (laughs) and it was really scary. I was there. Oh, you were? Yeah, I I was left twice. Oh my gosh. Constantly, they kept leaving me. (laughs) I would just get lost. That is hilarious. So I don't like to be abandoned. I don't. I don't. I don't like. I don't like it at all. I don't know if I'm afraid of being smothered, but I certainly like when you become too clingy. I'm like, you need to like fall back. Like stop. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, but I don't know if it's a fear. I'm queen. I mean, so, but you would rather be a you would rather be abandoned than smothered. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I would rather be abandoned because it's like both of them are like yeah. <laughs> like why, why would you want to be abandoned? Um, no, some people are okay with like not long distance relationships, but like like um, oh, I could see my bae once a week. What? Once I mean, week? yeah, no, I actually I I sometimes go weeks without seeing Naskin. Weeks? Mm. Yeah, and we both work in the no, city. No, um, that's unacceptable. Yeah. I mean, Once a week is unacceptable and for me. Because we're really? on different yeah, schedules. Uh, but like, we meet to make time. Yeah. Mm. We talk. Like, no, I need to see you. Yeah. That wouldn't bother. Like once a week is like no. fine. I need to see you every other day. And also too, I think it like depends on your relationship and like like how long you've been together. Like if you've been with someone for a while, like you don't need to be like up under them. I don't know. I, I don't know. For me, like it's just like I don't need to know where you at all the time. Like if we've been together for a while, like I think that kind of fizzles a little bit. Like maybe yeah, I'm, like, I feel that like that's one thing that I'll probably struggle with when I get married like I'm like I'm gonna see you all the time like you're gonna be here all the time yeah <laughs> in my bed every right, single night right. like I don't, and, I don't know I love to have my own bed like, yeah like just it's spread great out. it's great to cuddle but sometimes I'm like yeah. you know what just, you need to I'm spread out sleep in the other room like exactly no yeah. that I can understand especially cause like if it's if it's time to get unready and I gotta wipe the makeup off I gotta take the wig off I don't care <laughs> you gotta be here for this <laughs> yeah <laughs> y'all need to right. But like I don't, I'm like so used to like having my man always there. Like my parents, they do everything together, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like I'm constantly that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And then like That's my true. first serious boyfriend, we went to college together all four years. We took classes together. Like we're in each other's faces. Oh my gosh. We were in the newspaper together. Like oh God. yeah. So I was no, okay Nightmare. with that. <laughs> then my other serious boyfriend, we were together for two years. We worked together every day, all be each other's faces. All right. Oh so I'm used to just 
once a week what what are you talking about right yeah. now Ooh, like yeah. are you breaking up with me like what are you talking about <laughs> I'm offended like I'm used to yeah. seeing you every single day and I, I want to see you every if it's been a day. month I'd be like okay we need to we need to like check in mm-hmm. um, hey you still like, mad about it <laughs> <laughs> alive no, we talk like still we'll breathing. talk all the time like we'll, but I don't even talk to him every day Cause if I'm really? if I'm sleepy, I'm going to sleep. Right, real you, busy. Yeah, I feel you, girl. Or text you. I have no problem. No texting. Yeah, like yeah. We'll, we'll text. But for me, I don't consider text communication. Oh, okay. Like, okay. No, no. I can like you I text me today. today oh, we didn't either. talk. Mm. We talk when we talk on the phone or we talk face to face. Like mm. texting is not talking. Okay. To me. So then, yeah. But I texting is constant. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Cool. <laughs> Let's jump into the topic. That's it. Is that scary? Mm -hmm. What? The fact that I have to see you like every day. (laughs) I think it's fine. That's just you. My current one. And like you said, it's like your your. That's what you've like seen with your parents. They do do everything. I don't think I've ever seen your dad without your mom. Yeah, Yeah. I don't think they know what to do without without each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a beauty to that, but I guess it's just Mm. personal preference. And then I'm thinking about my parents. Like my mom goes out all the time. Like she (laughs) loves. She will go to take the streets like (laughs) forever. And like I guess that's what I saw or what I'm used to. So like they don't do everything together, and I don't think that that's weird. But like I think to each their own. Yeah, yeah, it just depends. Like, if you want to spend all your time with your boyfriend or girlfriend, it's fine. If you want separate times, you know, it's fine too. Like, whatever works. Whatever rocks your boat. Yeah. My parents, last thing, my parents are together so often that if I call my mom, and she doesn't pick up the phone, I'll just call my dad. And he's like, oh, yeah, she's right next to me. Hold on. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Why do you guys have two cell phones? You don't need two cell phones. <laughs> That's cute. You're the same person. <laughs> That's really cute. That's how my grandparents were. Aww. Yeah. That's cute. Oh, anyway, um, so the topic. Today, I think it's going to be brief, although it's, a, it's an important thing. Makes but life. I got this from... Um, my Sunday school, we're doing, uh, we just wrapped up a segment that we did on finance, financial fitness. Um, and it's based on a book by Rick Warren, um, and he came up with this study guide. So today we're going to go um, over the chapter that's about investing, where best to invest. And this is not um, like what stocks to invest in. Yeah, no, it's no. totally bi- biblical. Um, so to start off, like, how would you, how do you define um, investing? Like, what's an investment to you? Like, how do you look at that? Things that you spend on, like whether it's your time or money or emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say investing is something that you put your time, your energy into. Yeah. Like, everything. Okay. Like, like something you like using, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, so whether you like use your money or yeah. your. Time, but you get something out of it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, we're gonna start off with um, the whole basis of investing as a Christian is to take investing your money, your time, whatever it is that you're investing, whatever you invest in heaven, you will enjoy forever because our destiny is heaven mm-hmm. and it's hard to keep we're we're very it's easy to be short-sighted and just think about earthly things but thinking about kingdom things and thinking about how to use your time and your money to further the kingdom that's the basis of of it all um we can look at the verse 1 Timothy 
6, verse 17 and 18. Uh, it's, I'm going to read it. It says, tell those who are rich not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which will soon be gone. But their pride and trust should be in the living God who always rich, richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and should be happily uh, to, should give happily to those in need, always being ready to share with others whatever God has given them. So you may read this and say, well, that this means that being rich is bad. Mm-hmm. But that's not what it means. Um, it means that you you can have you can be a wealthy person, you can be a rich person, you could earn a lot of money, but your money should never be what uh, you live for. Mm-hmm. You should live for God. If God asks you to give money or your resources or whatever to a certain thing, like you should be ready to, to give, to give that up. Yeah. Um, and money is so fleeting and temporary. Mm-hmm. Like you could waste money so easily. So if that's some, if, if that is what you rely upon as your worth, then that's a dangerous thing. Cause that mm-hmm. if your money is gone, then you could say, well, I'm no longer yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also to the other thing is like, there's always more of it. Like you're never yes. like going to be satisfied because Yes. I have one million, I have two million, I have three million, like mm-hmm. it's just, it's never ending. Yeah. 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 So don't, don't ground your worth in your money. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, if one thing that Rick Warren, um, one of the points he made is I invest in heaven every time I use my money or my time or my resources in God. And it's not saying that 24, 24 hours of, a, of the day, like all you do is church things, but thinking that God should be infused in every area of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, like last week, I met this one woman. She actually, I went to this conference for work and she reached out to me um, and she said like, oh, I heard that you're interested in pursuing this field for your career. This woman is a CEO of her own company. She's like, I would love to sit down with you for an hour and just chat. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, why are you reaching out to me? Like, I, I was like, wow, that's so generous of you to want to get to know me and to just be willing to help me. And when I met with her, I, like, this woman is such a beautiful person on the inside and out. Mm-hmm. Like, she gave me her business card. And then after giving me her professional business card that has her CEO title with her company name, mm-hmm. um, she handed me her social card, which had a picture of her in Nepal. Uh, and then she handed me this other card that is her passion project. Yeah. So she, um, she is unapolog- unapologetically herself mm-hmm. in everything. Like she, like she has a passion for people. Like she has, she has her, um, uh, her passion project is called the cost of loneliness. So she cares about people, reaching out to people, connecting people. And she said, you know, as a woman, she's not a black woman. She said, she said as a woman, no, she is an older white lady. Mm-hmm. She said, as a woman, I feel like it took me time to get to where I am. So I reach back out to the ones that are coming up so that I make sure that I help them come up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's really beautiful. Um, and in her work, like the cost of loneliness and all of that, like that project that she's doing, she infuses that into 
everything that like into her career like that's not like a hidden thing like I remember when we first started this podcast for example I'm like well I'm not gonna be telling people at work about this because this is like my personal life Mm. it's like why is it my personal life like it's God like there should be like we should be like one version of ourselves whether we're at work at church at whatever at the club <laughs> like, there's one version of you um and it's like you get kicked out the club <laughs> or kicked out of church <laughs> yeah no it's i mean there is a time to laugh a time to cry and all of that mm. but i think like just presenting yourself authentically but like so if you use your money your time your resources mm. um for god like that's something that will that will be like you'll be sowing your seed in heaven and, and not on earthly things. So um, well, we're going to go into the five investment funds. So there are five investment funds that Rick Warren came up with, um, all uh, based on verses, biblical verses. Uh, the first one is called God's Growth Fund. God's Growth Fund is when we invest our money by using money to grow our character. So we're all blessed with spiritual gifts. Um, sometimes we may think, oh, God says to serve others, so I can't spend this on myself because mm-hmm. I need to help out other people. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, God gives you your spiritual gifts and you are supposed to spend money or time investing in that to discover that so you can, so you can express that fully. Um, the second one is God's mutual fund. And God's mutual fund is where you use your money to encourage fellowship with other Christians. Mm. So whether it is a study group or like, for instance, our podcast, like paying for SoundCloud mm. or whatever. That's not, yeah, SoundCloud. Yeah, SoundCloud. Or like our um, launch parties. Or like, yeah, mm. the launch party that's like using, like investing in God's mutual fund. Mm. Or like buying like a Christian book or something like that. Or paying for missions. Um, so, and then there's the third fund that's called God's service fund, where you... That money that you invest is used to serve other people. So um, this is one question I have for you guys. Why should we use our money to help others? Like, what's the point of that? Um, I think it can be um, not necessarily that the person, you know, needed that money, but like sometimes with monetary gifts it can help support that person in different ways like knowing that they have that support system it doesn't necessarily mean like like, yeah they can use the money but knowing that like you're willing to give it is also like Mm -hmm. a gift like it's like I have that support and it's like wow thank you like not necessarily like I could have just gave you a dollar but it's still like oh my gosh thank you so much like it really helped me it's not necessarily the money but the act of giving Mm -hmm. yeah so I think it's because, like, God blessed you with a way to bless others. So it's like um, he's giving you... Because he could easily just bless that person and give that person the money. But he wants us to fellowship with each other. He wants us to show love to each other. You're supposed to love your neighbor as much, you know, like, as you love yourself and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So he could easily just bless everybody and, like, have everybody just have their own blessings. Mm -hmm. But it's better to have, you know... Us that share show each other because yeah. like you're mirroring you are me mirroring yes. god's love for you with your 
brethren. Which are brethren. perfect. Yeah. 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 That's actually, that's right on point. Like, oh. um, yeah. <laughs> One of the things it says, <laughs> when we use our money to help others, it's a witness to unbelievers. Our faith is visible. So if I, if I'm helping out someone who, is not that's that not that you're showing off. Oh, hey, I, I'm giving this person ten dollars. <laughs> like, drink video. Look at me give ten dollars. <laughs> right, explain. exactly. Right. Looking at the camera. Look so it's camera. not it's not to show off, but like when you do that service for others, it's mm-hmm. like that's one thing that um, that makes unbelievers see. Oh, yeah, there there's a love, there's a unity, there's a community mm-hmm. yeah. in those people that. Um, they are able to serve each other. Why um, are think about the right. video? Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they can see that this is something that's like beyond them. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's also a proof of your faith. Um, the, the one verse that, one of the verses that addresses um, God's generosity is, uh, or how we should give, this is from the message version. I know people always... Talk bad about the message version of the Bible, but oh, I never, never I've read it. I've never read it either. But this is in the message version. Um, Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes eleven one verses one and two: Be generous, invest in acts of charity. Charity yields high returns. Don't hoard your goods. Spread them around. Be a blessing to others. This could be your last night. So the money that you have today. If you die today, it's not going to go with you. Like right. you're not going to be um, using that while you're in heaven. Like <laughs> there's no ATM. The, the like, you yeah, you can't you can't buy your way to I don't know some other part of heaven. Like right. by having more money. So it's general admission. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So the fourth fund. So we we said God's growth fund, God's mutual fund, God's service fund. Um, there is also the fourth one that um, Rick Warren mentions is God's global fund. And that's where we use our money and invest or time and invest that to bring people to Jesus. So like mm. if it's mm. if you're supporting like a ministry or. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking like um, we're going to the beach for summer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my dad's like, oh, ah, ah. and I'm like, I'll pay for it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like yeah. I want uh, cuz like I want the kids to fellowship with each other. Mm-hmm. Like I'm yeah. planning activities right. so like it's going to come out of my pocket, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and that's like that's investing in God's global fund. Like you're investing to bring those kids and maybe they'll make an impact on the other people that will be at the beach yeah. or on just in, like b- building character within themselves mm-hmm. and building that community with each other. And the fifth and last one is God's treasury fund. And that is the most important fund. That's like when we tithe, uh, when we yeah. use our money to worship God, um, tithing is not something that we should do out of obligation, but something that we do because it's a it's a show of our faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, when I tithe, like I don't tithe consistently, like I should. Same. Like if I and it's like oh, if I forgot my checkbook this week, like I'm like oh next week I come to church, <laughs> I'll have the checkbook. I'll just tithe for that week like I won't like back tithe (laughs) like uh, but the thing is like we're supposed to we're supposed to set aside that 10% that God gave us first Mm -hmm. before paying our bills Mm -hmm. before feeding ourselves Mm -hmm. or our families like because that's because God says like he will give all of give you everything that you need everything that your heart 
desires. Like you don't need to worry about those things. Mm-hmm. So setting that 10% aside and giving it to God first, like that's, that shows God and shows yourself really like how, how like you rely, how much you rely on him and what you rely, rely on him for. It's a physical sacrifice. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On Proverbs three, verse nine says, honor the Lord by giving him the first part of all your income and he will fill your barns and overflow your wine vats. And in Matthew six twenty one, when at, wherever your treasure is, there the desires your, of your heart will also be. So, like, if we don't, if we don't set aside from our money, because it's such a thing that money gives you a sense of power. Like, no matter what you say, like, even if you say, "Oh, money's not important to me," when you have money in your pocket, like that makes you feel some sense of power. Like, oh, yeah. you could buy the things that you want. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to wait on anybody to give you some things like you get get things yeah. yourself like right i wouldn't i don't know if i want to call it power but i feel like security yeah and i feel like i have options like yeah. now yeah. now i can do other things mm-hmm. like right, yeah get that large fry a large thank you right <laughs> you a big spender now no you can't do a large <laughs> you hop on the counter listen everybody watch this on me just let you know yeah I mean God's so great. like when we when we give when we put God first like when we give that when we set aside that that tithe first like once that money can come, mm. comes into your pocket you're like I'm gonna put take God's money out mm-hmm. that that already like you already set the standard of what is important to mm-hmm. you that's God right? it's like yes. your taxes before taxes you're supposed to tie before taxes right. yeah. so it's like if you get 1200 mm. but yet the Lord. bank account only gives you 980 Jesus. or whatever you're supposed to you're supposed to tithe mm. on the 1200 you know, you know? I, I don't t- I don't tithe <laughs> <laughs> I don't Girl. I tithe on my uh, on the money that I see. Yeah, that comes yeah. To same, um, same. You're able to survive. Yeah, you supposed, supposed to tithe on that on, on what you got because if you if you tithe after what because I do the same thing. I tithe yeah. on what I get on my bank account. But like if you tithe on what you get on your bank account, that means the government <laughs> ate first. So did God. the government tithe? Huh? I don't think the government. The government is not your That's issue. That's the other thing. It's like some people. Some people say I'm tithing. I'm giving the pastor money. Yeah, you're like, not. You're not. Doesn't matter what the government does with your money. Doesn't matter what the the, the pastor does with yeah, your money. Like, like, it doesn't you matter. You made the sacrifice to right. God, and God order, sees right? that. And it's like the pastor could take your check and throw it in the trash. Like, seriously. <laughs> and some people, some people, they they may they may look at it like they may even do it as a sense of oh I'm gonna show people how much money I make I'm gonna like write my checks with my name on it like mm-hmm. whoever's counting this is gonna see like <laughs> the high money. right yeah. like you know what I mean like wow. you don't you don't need to like if you're if those things are involved into your giving then you need to check yourself like <laughs> yeah like that's <laughs> not yeah. check yourself before you write that check <laughs> alright yes make that check check yourself <laughs> So I'm going to ask this question to you guys. Looking at the five funds, if I'm going to repeat them again. God's growth fund. Mm-hmm. Growth fund. For, that's the one for character. Mm-hmm. God's mutual fund. That's the one that encourages fellowship. God's service fund to serve others. 
God's global fund that brings people to Jesus, and God's treasury, which is your tithing. Of all of those five, which one do you find easiest to invest in and why? And which one do you find the most difficult to invest in and why? Oh, the first one. The one that where you're just like... Your character. Yeah. Your character. That's the most difficult? That's the easiest. That's the easiest. Because you're just like... You know, this God is gonna would help me. me. Yeah, this is for me. But for a character, character building, like if you think about, I don't know, like education or uh, okay. like buying, like spending time with, like even spent, like because we say time, time is something that once you lose that, you don't get it back. Money you get back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like spending time to. Like grow your character in God, like yeah. Also, that's actually kind of hard. Yeah, that's like the hardest one. That's still easier I for think. me. Yeah, because yeah, like think about how hard it is, like like to change yourself. Like you know, like it's yeah. just so hard. Like little little habits that we do, like we mm-hmm. could we do it without even like you know when you check your phone when we're doing the social media episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we don't even know we're doing it. So it's like I think investing in changing yourself is is hard. It's still easier than the um, other ones. Yeah, Actually, um, I agree with you on yeah. that one. I mean, I think about, it varies from person to person, too. Yeah, because the one with like, um, there's one for service, right? Or yeah, like I don't, I think that that's like not that's not that difficult for me. I guess because I'm a people person, mm-hmm. so that that wouldn't um, really be that much for me to be invest in. But like, I think um, I, I would say it's not that changing myself is is. Um, Harder, but I guess it's just like a process, like a longer process versus me, um, like just writing help. a check. Yeah, yeah, just being like, okay, here, and this is for your, I don't know, help out with whatever. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like similar. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think the growth fund is the easiest, mm-hmm. um, or it's one of the easy ones. Yeah, serving is also one of the easy ones to me too. Serving is um, which one is the ministry? Like when you give money to the ministry. That's the that's, serving, right? That's the the God's global fund. Okay. Mm. Yeah. That, I feel like that one I enjoy most, but like that costs more money. I guess. Yeah. Because you know? <laughs> they'd be like, we need 1200 for the buses. I'd be like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, the, for me, the tithing is the most difficult because it's... Yeah. Like, um, I forgot about that one. It's like no, that's the most setting difficult. aside mm. the, the 10%. Um, and although that should be first... Sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't. And I feel like because of the lack of consistency. Mm -hmm. So I feel like when you think about it, 10% is really not a lot No, it's not at all. So it's like when you feel like, because we all three of us feel the same way. So the fact that we feel that it's so difficult for us to tithe on the, which one is the net gross? Which the net is what? You should know this. I don't just do access. <laughs> right? Oh, gosh. Uh, I think gross is, gross is. What you get. Yeah, you know, yeah. gross because it's your AGI. So it's your gross income. Yes, yes, so yes. gross <laughs> is like what you get and the net is what you get deposited and stuff like that. Right? Yes, right. yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So um, the fact that it's hard for us to tithe on our gross income, mm-hmm. I think that shows that either one, maybe we're not making enough or whatever, right? We should ask God, hey, give us a better job. Or two, maybe we want too much. Yes. You know, like it's like, but, you know, the, them Ja Rule tickets, I want the, right. I want, I want ja the peak. <laughs> Because I'm going to a Jaru concert soon, so I'm like really excited. <laughs> but like, um, are we in the 90s? <laughs> I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be 
all up in the 90s. They're coming with the box braids and the brown lip. Like, I'm, I'm excited. But yeah, so like, either we have a job that doesn't provide us enough and we're like sitting there pinching every penny or most likely it's because we want too much and we're spending our money on stupid things as opposed to spending our money on God because like it's just 10% sis like you know I know for a fact for me it's like because I'm spending money like because sometimes I say most of the time like if I'm like oh you want to do this I'm like sure I don't even think twice about it so I'm like oh yeah and you like to have that like you know I don't need to worry about it. Sure, oh, like no. It, I think the Bible Check. calls it levitiousness. Levitiousness, possibly. I don't know. I could confirm or deny that. Okay, <laughs> so then like, let's just drop that. Cut it that up. Edit it. <laughs> I don't know. You could be right. Um, yeah. Okay. So the next question: uh, What are some things you can remove from your budget in order to invest in these five funds? Uber Eats. Uber Eats. Mm-hmm. Uber Eats was sent to me by Satan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not that, like, a big spender like that. I'm not. I'm trying to think of something that I'm just, like, frivolous with. Um, it's it's food for me. Easy. Maybe my coffee. I love coffee. I can, like, bathe in coffee. It's amazing. Um, so maybe I can cut back on that. And I guess the caffeine, too, probably isn't good for me. But um, I guess that I can budget out. But I can't. I can't think of anything that's like that. I'm like overspending on. Like I'm like I guess shop too much. Like mm. that's good. Um, mm. I can think of a lot. Yeah, that same. I can stop. I think for me, um, eating out. Yeah, can stop that. Mm. Like I don't do Uber Eats, but it's probably close to uh, the problem that I have yeah. too. Like because I eat out for lunch almost every single day, um, and it costs quite a bit. In the city to eat out lunch oh, out yeah. every single day. City's so uh, and sometimes I also eat dinner out um, right after I ate lunch out. So I, I that's think, an easy twenty dollars, twenty twenty five dollars oh, a day at, at least. <laughs> yeah, so at sometimes least. I sometimes I feel like it's like thirty dollars a mm. day for like consecutively for five days and then there's the weekend where you yeah. actually go out and it's the like, weekend is the hardest yeah and it's and it's like oh you could be saving um and cutting down those things yeah. um and i'm mm. working on it uh. <laughs> yeah but sometimes you're kind of pressured into that too like if it's just like a social thing and everyone's like let's go out to eat you're just like all right yeah that's yeah. different though. yeah that's different you know and the that's thing true. is like for me at work, I feel like I'm that person. Like, guys, let's get lunch. <laughs> You're the one. Come on. Like, oh God, you bought lunch tomorrow. <laughs> like, eat it tomorrow. Like, yeah. go eat it for dinner. Like, let's go. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's mm. bad. So, I'm going to try. Obviously, not this week because I'm here today on a Sunday. I'm not going to be cooking for this week. But I'm going to try to try to um, cook my food yeah. uh, for lunch. Yeah. 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 It's easier for the. It's easier to do that during the work week, though, because it's like... Yeah, you know it's not exciting. You're not you're not you know <laughs> like going to Applebee's during the lunch hour or something. But All like, right. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so I guess we'll close off unless you guys have additional thoughts. Okay, so uh, in closing, like take a look at your budget mm-hmm. um, and see if there are some ways you can adjust to include investing in God's global fund. How you can help bring people to Jesus, God's treasury fund to worship God. That's a requirement that's uh, we have to give that ten percent to tie. That's um, that's not negotiable. Um, God's service fund. How can you invest in that to serve other people? 
and God's mutual fund? How can you encourage fellowship? And um, also remember to invest in yourself and to grow in your uh, your character. Like discover the gifts that God yeah. called you to do. Um, like ask, and if you don't know, like just ask God. And it's not a simple ask God and he'll answer, but you mm-hmm. ask and also um, take action in like seeking that purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, take part in different activities and, you know, like do a, an, an internal check and say, is this what God wants me to do? Like, is this the path? Is this a natural gift? Like, or do you have a gift to teach? Am I going to be a teacher? Do I have a gift to, um, I don't know, help people? Like, how can I use that? in my to 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 like incorporate that in every single part of my life because our life is supposed to be every single area of our lives is supposed to reflect um God and show God and we're supposed to be worshiping God in every area so try to think of ways to grow that into your walk with God your daily life how can you um invest God or bring God into your workplace, bring God into your relationships, into your friendships, into your personal life. And one way to do that is to start with your money. All right. And that's all I have. Okay. This is a word at the table. Thank you for joining us.